to the Mind Heart Muscle Podcast, where we explore the body and mind connection, train our hearts and souls, and understand what it is to be human. We connect with authors, coaches, and entrepreneurs from all over the world to both challenge and develop the way we think and approach our life. If you want to become the best version of yourself, have better relationships, and optimize your health, you'll learn that and much more here. We know you'll enjoy the show, so here we go. You're holding a book up to your face right now. I'm going to write something down. You're going to write something down. How, how many things have gone better than expected simply because you've just started? <laughs> oh, man. All things. Most things. I can't... Most things. Most things. Hold on. I need to write this. Wait, wait a second. (laughs) I just need to order a new laptop charger. I had to add the just in there because um, I'm being lazy. And and, and I want to complain about it. <laughs> you just need to order a new laptop charger. Yeah. Should you order a new laptop charger? Absolutely. Could you order a new laptop charger? I could. It's can, can you order a new laptop charger? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I gotta... What what do you know? Nothing. I don't know anything. I just guess. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Um, good things happen when you start, when you just start. All you have to do is start, right? Simple as that. What have you started recently? Nothing new. I've needed to remind myself uh in the midst of throwing myself a pity party, not feeling the greatest, uh, more so emotionally, mentally, than physically. Uh, I mean, I'm not sick or anything, uh, just dealing with this broken foot. And the pain is extremely manageable. It's literally zero to a one at most times the effect that it has had on the rest of my life is insane you know we just got done doing 
the 75 hard challenge. And I think this is my karma for, <laughs> for uh, joking about how the challenge was relatively easy for me. Uh, and now uh, life is like, oh yeah? Well, let's just, let's just rough things up. Let's make things a little bit harder. Um, Slow down. Pause yeah. this. Um, so as far as starting, I've just had to tell myself, yo, <clears throat> you know you're going to feel better when you do the thing. Yeah. So, hey, the thing might take twice as long but it's going to get done once you just start. That's, that's one that I've really had to remind myself of lately. It's just, okay, this task that norm normally takes five minutes is going to take 10 to 10 to 20 now. So is that, does that make the task harder? Or does that make the task different? And yes, and yes. Um, sometimes it doesn't necessarily make it harder. Until you get it, really good at it. The task, the task's <laughs> level of circumstances. The task level of difficulty remains the same. The 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 difficulty lies in my ability to move around. Hmm. Um, I'm very used to and appreciative of the fact that I get to live my life at full speed and, and I do so. I do live my life at full speed. Uh, I mean, you live, you live three hours away from me and it's nothing for me to say, yeah, I'm going to go spend Saturday with you when the opportunity arises. And I literally wake up at 5 a.m., I'm at Thrive by eight. I leave Thrive at five and I'm home by eight. It's like, that's, that's the way I live my life. I'm not opposed. Even, even though it's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you something about, you said the, you know, to revert, to go back a bit, 75 hard was relatively easy for you and um i want to dissect the word easy what was it in what way was it easy how did you get how did you make it easy was it planning. easy for you to make it easy planning 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 yeah. what's that planning what when when i was going to do things like most days down to the minute and that's that's wherein lies the difficulty of my current situation is i have a gross fixation on time I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoy and work better when I'm on a schedule. 
when my tasks are laid out in front of me. with zero interruptions. That's when I work my best. And I know, I know that some people thrive in chaos, thrive in just, I'm going to do this now and everything else can wait. And that's not how my brain works. I need a, B, C, D, E, F, G, hmm. and the ability to cross them off once they're completed. Now, I can go out of order. I don't need to go in order. I just need to be able to check mark those boxes to know that I'm accomplishing things. And that's what made, that's what made it easy was the ability to know exactly what I needed to do and just be able to check off the boxes. So easy is such a subjective term because you, you, you did hard things. Right. There was, not, there was nothing easy about it, about the things that you were, were doing and, and still are. Like the, the predicament you're in right now you could say that you're handling it relatively easily because you're st you're just adjusting your plan and still making your plan and following it and and you have that mindset of like oh well I, I you know play with the cards that I'm dealt <laughs> so what you know what am I going to complain about it right so you're you're still able to be you be yourself and uh and if that if that was easy, what would be what would be hard for you? What was it was it hard enough for you? That's a better question. Did you get out of it what you wanted to? Yeah, I did. This uh, this current situation has definitely made me lax, though. Is that okay? It has its time and place. <laughs> yeah. And and over the weekend when I had a plan to get away, it was 100% okay. Now that I'm back amidst the work week and I have things to do and and directions that I'm heading in towards the goals that I want to accomplish. This uh, current speed bump is a little taller than, than I want it to be. It's, it's a nice, um, it's a nice little climax to all the all the work and practice and all the things we've been talking about for the last six months or so. Like here it is, deal with yeah. it. 
here's the shitty situation let's see ron handle this with gratitude yeah and 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 it's i love it the people close to me the people in my immediate circle like this gives me the opportunity to recognize who's listening and and they hit me with hey man when you're able to get back on your bike you're just going to appreciate it so much more. And I'm like, I know. I just want to bitch about it for a minute. <laughs> can, can somebody just listen to me say, hey, this sucks right now. And, and, uh, it feels good to, 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 it, to just un let it out, right? Yeah, absolutely. You are, and, feeling, you are feeling those things. It's, it's, it's a, shitty situation it's unfortunate it's difficult it's not the right time <laughs> is there ever a right time well is uh, there ever a wrong time for good things to happen right which is we just you just do what you, what you have to and exactly and it's it is it's nice sometimes to to just like yeah cry on someone's shoulder or just bitch and complain and not expect any motivational response or empathetic response. Right. You know, I was, I was listening back to that, that podcast episode we did. I, I recorded um, about the victim, the victim mentality. And in it, I talked about um, dealing with the internal struggle um, and made the reference to like a superhero movie. And if you ever watched any of those movies, usually the, the, the interesting part is watching the, the hero deal with his own bullshit. And I'm 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 picturing like Tony Stark from Iron Man, self-centered, like grand, delusions of grandeur kind of guy, right? And he's got to make a lot of decisions to either um, be someone, something for other people, or be selfish. And I, I I'm watching you play the you know play the hero in this story that you built around yourself and your your life and you're dealing with that same internal struggle like you you want to be in some way a victim and and it comes out it does in everybody we all have that and we all want to feel what we what we are capable of feeling and express it and you put yourself in a position where that's not really an option. So this is, yeah, this is harder than, than anything you've done, I bet. This is uh, extremely difficult to deal with. You know, I like to run and jump and, and I like to go fast and 
and the last two days I've literally felt like my skin was crawling and the only thing that I can attribute that to is the fact that I haven't been able to really get to that point of like full exertion in in a couple weeks now and the things that the things that I'm currently capable of doing it's difficult to get myself to that level of exertion that I can when I have use of both of my feet and it's it's everything that I'm reading about right now in the book Spark and how exercise affects our brain way more than we are even ready to understand. Uh, to the fact that there have been studies done all over the world for people with depression and anxiety and how a lot of human beings have been able to just completely uh, go into remission from just doing 30 minutes of aerobic activity every single day. Somewhere getting their heart rate to that like 65 to 70% of max heart rate and hanging out there for 30 minutes does something inside their brains to take away their symptoms like science stuff this mm -hmm. is why I'm going to read this book again as soon as I'm done with it is because I want to know I want to know it better it's all talking about like these hormones I had never heard of mm -hmm. um, it's just it's not surprising what happens when you, what happens when you take deep breaths uh or what happens when you go through the i'm pick you know you, you know when you get into a workout and you you go through those the phases of like calm and then oh shit and then calm again and the oh shit is the the entry from uh the the glycolytic pathway into the oxidative pathway, right? When we go from that in that minute and a half to three minute range and we're start to use oxygen, it's like the sky opens up. And if you are, if you are exerting at a, at a level of intensity too high for that pathway, that's the oh shit. So you go into what we, right, the fight or flight, shallow breathing, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, stressed out, and then you normalize. You start to breathe better, and you get into a, a little flow. What happens there that allows for that relief of symptoms? <laughs> you know, it's funny is the two times that 
so yesterday and today where I felt this feeling so far where it feels like my skin is crawling and uh and my mind is just racing you're done I haven't checked in with my breath in those situations. Kind of just got stuck and I take out the kind of, I got stuck in that moment. Well, two things. Now you know exactly what to do next time. Yeah. Give and, a shot for sure. And we learned, um, we learned a little bit from our friends in the last few months. Specifically, I, I remember the conversation we had with Lance about stress responses. And that, uh, you know, these are normal things that we experience and we go through them naturally and we can elicit the same response from altering the breathing. And yeah, you're in a shitty situation. Also, the better you breathe, the less you think about it, the less important it is and the less weight it holds where it is on you. And the more and more I learn about this, man, and I've been dealing with uh, stress, anxiety, depression, like diagnosed by a, by a doctor. The more I learn about what we're learning about, the, the more I realize it's, it's, it's bullshit. <laughs> it's, it's all, it's made up. Um, the, the stress, the anxiety, I mean, because it's, it, it does not control us. We control it. And we, if we, you crave it in a way, it's like a, it's like a drug. It's an addictive drug because we all want to feel taken care of in a way. That's true. There's, there's that little sense left over from when we were fucking babies in a womb and we had no worries and, uh, or, you know, when, when, yeah, when we were babies and our parents came and changed our diaper and fed us and all that stuff, we like to be essentially the victim. So it's, it's in there. I bet there's a scientific um, term, term for the, the victim mentality <laughs> that has something to do with uh, oxidative stress, hormonal imbalances, or ho just hormones in general. Um, the desire to be nurtured, right? That it, that is a, that's a legitimate thing. It's, it's a memory of a, a subconscious memory of when we were younger and we were taken care of, you know, you, you feel sad. What do you want to do? You want to hug somebody, bury your head yeah, and, and just, have them tell you it's going to be okay for sure <laughs> and then expect and then hope that everything's going to be okay
and it's funny now, you know, we're Val and I are having a baby and I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm remembering what it was like to be a child in a way. I think that's the motherly and fatherly instinct that people, that people have all of a sudden that it just kicks in. Now with, uh, with all the, the, the things we've learned, the knowledge that we've gained, um, a lot of what I've been reading on psychology and on uh, life, we have total control over this. And I'm wondering what it's gonna be like for our kid who's gonna grow up in an environment that has little to no um, victim mentality and little to no negations if that's right a homestead with better language patterns Mm, yeah we've already talked about this um and agreed that if we're in a room with people and they start using um different language i'll say and or or there's even arguing about bullshit projections and stuff. We're just gonna take the baby out of the room, go go in a different room, play for a bit, come back when they've cooled off. What kind of effect does that have once that child becomes an adult, though? Mm, I don't know. That's we're we're thinking about it. Is it going to have an and the opposite effect where they feel stressed out in situations like that? Because they don't they've never seen it before. You know, it's the 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 goal in mind is they'll just be confused and and uh, and think it's you know just different or you know, something else could happen. And I mean, really crappy situations. You know, I've been in a room where my parents are about to rip each other's other's heads off. (laughs) And you just hear the blame, blame, blame. And it's, I, I find that traumatic. So you're saying situations that get really heated. Yeah. Or if it's someone who's constantly yeah. using, using these things and, and you, you know, the people like there's always that one relative at a, a holiday dinner or something where, where everything is just boohoo. Boohoo talking about the, you know, the news or, um, some bullshit thing their their friend did or someone else did and is it bad to say it's it's unproductive i don't think it's bad to say that it's it it feels when you're in those situations the energy feels just sucks the energy out of the room and it's a waste of time especially when you get when you somehow get drawn into it then the energy goes even faster 
at some point, and, and I'm, you know, I'm already, we practice this now when we're around people that are um, using that, using a lot of projections, especially you and I, we respond in ways that get them, their brains twisted. <laughs> and we've talked about this before. Um, I don't remember if we talked about it here, but in one, one-on-one -on -one for sure, like spark start speaking to people um in, in a, a way that builds them up and builds up the everyone else around them and they're gonna they're gonna be confused just as we are so it's yeah. everywhere man yeah <laughs> it's that's what i was i was really just looking to find that thought it is everywhere it's so it's so crazy how how quickly children pick it up too it happens so fast it's so easy for them to just it's not my fault i didn't do it <laughs> That, that would be, man, I, re I read somewhere that uh, the values you have, you learned in the first seven or so years of your life. And, and then you put words to them and you put meaning to them later on. There, it's the things like, um, you know, what you watch your parents do, what, what you observe in your childhood, you know, just what happens around you. It's in environmental mostly. Kids pick up on that shit. And if you have these, if you, if you talk about certain values and if you talk about certain things that are important, you know, they're, they're going to find things important too. And, and ownership, it's gotta be one of them sure isn't it great when your kids take responsibility for their own actions yes it is awesome and that's something that i've been I didn't seeing. Do that when i was a that's kid. that's something i've been seeing with my oldest son mm -hmm. uh is is i mean is it every time no well, i'll tell you it's, what it's a skill though Just yeah like anything else it can be learned and practiced he is definitely picking up on the fact that his life is better when he just admits what's wrong. Hmm. Nice breath. You know, you ever realize um, when you're when you're not taking nice breaths? Yeah. So you, you get a big one. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Uh, Jen will be like, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm just breathing. <laughs> I'm just breathing. Good stuff. That hey. was a, thanks for the reminder. Um, 
that moment of anxiousness. Hey, check in. Because definitely, yeah. definitely in those moments, I didn't think about it. I bet um, we could talk about a lot of moments where you didn't think about it. <laughs> I don't have enough time for that today. No, no. And uh, I, I would argue to say most of our experiences with um, the victim mentality are the times where our breathing was stressed. 100%. Yeah. Cool. Hey, go. Do your thing. I got to go do my thing later. Let's talk Thursday. <laughs>